0: everyone this is mal hey and this is cam and this is their eyes We're watching tv a tv and film podcast today we are talking about the amazon prime film master so if you have not had a chance to watch please go ahead and do that and then rejoin us after the news because uh, there are going to be quite a few spoilers so <laughs> definitely want to watch this one in advance so for news, uh, do you want to start cam or do you want me to start? Uh mine are pretty short and sweet.
1: There's okay. a couple of things I'm interested in that are premiering uh Ooh. in April very soon. Uh on the same day, two pretty good black shows are premiering. Mm-hmm. Black Lady Sketch Show comes back on April 8th and so does Woke Season 2 on Hulu
0: very excited uh i did not realize um a black lady sketch show is coming back that quickly so i'm really excited for that mm-hmm. it should be good season two was really good i was really proud of them yeah season oh my god like literally like stomach hurting laughing from season two. <laughs> yeah,
1: they came uh, back hard well also in the works is a new dc comic tv show on hbo max tentatively called the penguin starring colin farrell as the titular character um in the promo pictures he's like looks completely transformed like he clearly has like a lot of you know like a bodysuit on and yeah you wouldn't even know it's him in the promo pics it's kind of wild
0: yeah i because when i think penguin i instantly think of um danny devito so i can't really yes. iconic <laughs> absolutely so i can't really picture uh you know heartthrob colin farrell as a uh, as the penguin uh,
1: yeah he looks like a. i don't know maybe like i don't know like a mob boss more so in this okay one.
0: they're going that direction
1: okay <laughs> yes uh, less caricature i guess a little more menacing
0: mm, okay okay no shade to danny devito <laughs> not unattractive <laughs> he was kind of a precious penguin you know he's yeah. small. kind of waddled around <laughs> <laughs> also i only hear good things about danny devito so give him. Oh, i his love flowers. danny devito yeah. i stand i stand yeah. he's hilarious <laughs> comedic legend
1: absolutely lastly the real the daytime emmy winning talk show is getting canceled i heard another another four women of color out of work boom <laughs> <laughs> in this economy mm, 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 i mean mm.
0: did you actually watch it
1: <laughs> i don't watch <laughs> daytime television i do
0: I'm working. No. No, yeah, I was gonna like say me neither. So I like, can only be so sad about it. I don't really know what all they had going on. Uh I know there was like the drama with I guess Tamar getting kicked off, but
1: Well, that was like a long time ago. This has been on what for like eight seasons? That was probably like season two or three or four, you know, early on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In this tenure. Yeah. But, yeah, low ratings.
0: Mm. or garcelle Mm. i I forgot garcelle was on there now (laughs) yeah man because did she replace amanda seals
1: yeah i think there might have been a couple of guesses between like amanda and garcelle but
0: yeah yeah i guess yeah okay
1: or tamara i don't i don't know you know
0: so uh, the Met Gala will be held the first Monday in May, May second, and this year's theme is going to be a continuation of last year's theme, which was "In America: A Lexicon of Fashion." Um, and the Why? twenty, huh? Why are
1: they doing another
0: one? Well, so same thing? because of um, you know COVID and everything, uh, mm-hmm. the twenty twenty one Met Gala was held in September. And it was more um, of like an intimate event. It couldn't be as uh, grand as it usually is. So I think that's why they wanted to continue it for 2022. And this year's theme is, in America, an anthology of fashion.
1: Hmm. Oh, okay. They changed it up a bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the official co-chairs and hosts of the event are Lynn manuel Miranda, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and Regina King. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we haven't really seen Regina a lot since the loss of her son. So I'm hoping this will be, you know, like a good and possibly or even a little cathartic event for her and, you know, mm-hmm. just something to mm-hmm. focus on the duties for um, being a co host. Or a coach here, I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good that she's, you know, I guess feeling ready to get back out there.
0: So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Heart goes out to her. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah.
1: You always got the heavy news. Goodness.
0: Mm. Mm. (laughs) I was just talking about (laughs) Matt (laughs) Galla. So, you know, I love all things Housewives, um, though that does not mean I love all the cast members, but (laughs) Real Housewife of New York, Ebony K. Williams, uh, fellow (laughs) Tar Heel, she has said she does not want Ramona Singer to be fired because a lot of fans have been campaigning for Ramona to be fired because of just her general ignorance on this past season and basically anytime ebony said anything about race or like ebony couldn't even say black history Month without remotely <laughs> getting like upset so oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah so yeah. fans want her gone but ebony wants her to stay why yeah so ebony said if I'm just looking at what was on the show, I don't think anything on the show warrants the firing of Ramona. That is my opinion. And then she says, uh, quote, Andy Cohen kind of speaks to this in different interviews, and I agree with him. Ramona's way of thinking and the way she presents on the show is very representative or of a significant portion of our country. Okay and then on a personal note she says the gag is i enjoy ramona singer i really do there's a lot of quirky personality elements that we actually share in terms of taste and lifestyle we're both savvy business women we're both about our coins we're both about being self-made we have points okay. of connectivity fun and similarities yeah so yeah she said you know even though we clearly have a lot of differences basically she still still likes ramona and doesn't want her to leave the show she feels like she's too big a part of uh i guess the real housewives culture
1: yeah i mean people will come for the drama If you take away the drama
0: i mean you
1: know why watch the show right at least give her some backup give her another like housewife of color to like have her back so she ain't out there fighting alone you know
0: yeah and i will say did you watch this last season of new york yeah okay mm-hmm. so i think leah like had her back for the most oh, part that was usually the one she um i think saw eye to eye with a majority of the time um and surprisingly like sonia i feel like she like really tried but for whatever reason ramona just couldn't handle any of it and I, I get because even sometimes watching you know i love black history and all that kind of stuff but <laughs> sometimes like she would like bring stuff up and I'd be like damn like can we just have brush and I think that was <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like where Luann was like you know I care but like so, we don't have to be like this all the time and I, I think the ladies yeah. in general but like with Ramona it was like literally like she couldn't say anything without Ramona having an issue why does it have to be about color <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh mm-hmm. Mm -mm -mm. so they want her to be like a teachable moment for watchers hopefully she'll get get herself together and not be so bothered
0: maybe i don't ebony has a lot of patience (laughs) because she stays trying to teach these girls and i would have been like i'm not dealing with it (laughs) right right Mm -hmm. could not be me and i guess speaking of teaching the girls jump into hmm. our film. Yeah, I was going
1: to say that this actually ties, like whether or not it makes sense to even expel the energy yeah. to try and, you know, infiltrate from the inside, change the system. Right, right. I'm yeah. one of them. Simulate.
0: <laughs> I this was about assimilating versus. <laughs> Trying to make people more open-minded and understand uh the pain of others and the privilege that they have. I mean, well, are, are we talking about Ebony? Or are we talking about the movie? <laughs> I'm talking about the movie. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I Yeah, okay. I guess at first she was kind of trying to do that. <laughs> so I guess a little bit of a difference here. <laughs>
1: You know just being like the only black person in a white space and like representing a whole you know oh god i asked for
0: people <laughs> which <laughs> the world I, to judge you off of yeah which i hate i hate being the only black person or person of color
1: it's like this is still happening in 2022 it's oh, still yeah. the
0: only the first Unfortunately, all the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so we are talking about Master, which is a Amazon Prime film, and I believe it's also been released in select theaters as well. So the story is about uh, three black women who are striving to find their place at an elite Northeast University, basically an Ivy League university um that is as old as the country is. But a new black freshman, whose name is Jasmine, becomes a target of anonymous racist attacks. And they're basically trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So oh, baby. <laughs> so our cast is, as I mentioned, Jasmine Moore, the incoming freshman, who is played by Zoe Renee. And then we have Amber, we have Professor Liv Beckman, who is played by Amber Gray. And the main character, Gail Bishop, who is played by Regina Hall. So the movie starts with Regina Hall being named uh, Master of the Peabody House. What a name. That like
1: that already feels wrong. <laughs> so,
0: like even like even watching the movie, I st- and knowing the title, I didn't catch it. In my head, I was thinking Headmaster. Like Uh at like British schools or you know boarding schools or whatever, Uh and so then I was like, oh fuck, wait, it's just (laughs) master. That is that's some charged language. Right,
1: it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit well with my spirit.
0: No, no, Um, and I will say just uh, as a little backstory, the writer and director of this film, Mariama Diallo, uh, she attended Yale, and Mm. she said her um like before she even got to school she was introduced to someone who was called her master and she was like I just you know I didn't think anything about it I this was someone mm. who um you know kind of guided me through my college career the entire time I was there and then I ran into them uh in New York City and I was like oh hi master so-and-so And she was like, being outside of Yale and saying that on the streets of New York, it hit me how weird that was. (laughs) And she was like, oh, Mm. I got to write about this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so Gail Bishop, again, that's Regina Hall's character. She gets named master of Peabody House. And she is the only Black master in this entire Mm -hmm. school. Seems Mm -hmm. to be like one of two faculty (laughs) Black faculty members, actually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The other being Liv Beckman, who is, uh, I guess, a Black lit professor. Mm Oh my god. And also the college is in Massachusetts, apparently somewhat near Boston. I was like, damn, what were we just saying about Boston like two weeks ago? (laughs) Get your black asses out of (laughs) bus. Not not the beach part. (laughs) but that is true they do apparently have beaches (laughs) so anyways uh jasmine comes to campus and as soon as she gets there she checks in and they're like oh she she's got the room and (laughs) these are like you know some upper white upperclassmen and to me as soon as somebody said she's got the room i would have been like somebody gonna tell me something like
1: right this ain't a joke what about
0: the room right what about the room what does that mean if nobody's telling me i'm going to residential services reassign me reassign me but you know she just you know carried her happy (laughs) self up there and 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 moved in and <laughs> simultaneously as we see her moving in Gail is also moving into I guess the Peabody house or whatever which is also a very old creepy house yeah all those
1: portraits oh my gosh all those creepy portraits the whole movie
0: yeah I don't like I don't want no portraits like that ever in my house I hate those mm-hmm. So once Jasmine moves in she meets her roommate Amelia who is I don't know, is giving frenemy vibes I would say at first.
1: Yeah, not the warmest.
0: No. No, not at all. And there's some kind of like weird interactions like uh one time Jasmine comes back in and like uh all of Amelia Emil- or several of Amelia's friends are like sitting on her bed. The disrespect. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, like she's playing Never Have I A- Ever Another Time with Amelia and her friend. And uh one of the questions is, Have you ever pissed your pants? And Jasmine shares uh that she did one time because she was sleepwalking and peed in an open dryer. And I was like, Okay, girl, not too much. <laughs> like same. <laughs> It's like you just met these people <laughs> <All your little laughs> out there but all this to say i felt like jasmine was getting way too comfortable or trying to become friends with these people way too fast who weren't really giving her a whole lot
1: yes like why weren't you hanging out with your people like why are you trying to be friends with these people who clearly didn't really want to be friends with you well there the other girls were nicer but like there was definitely tension with the roommate because even when she was telling that story the roommate kept like interrupting her and like butting in on her story
0: i don't think i think that was another friend who was interrupting oh yeah but i'm not disagreeing with you on that part but i don't really feel like she had other people to really hang out with because later in the movie (laughs) uh, another black student sasha uh comes up to jasmine and she's like hey are you okay you know we have um the afm house it's a great place for students of color all eight of us i was like eight (laughs) (laughs) right but she also was in
1: a class with old girl i was like it wasn't like she hadn't seen other black people she was in that class with professor live or whatever um they were in that
0: class who sasha or another black girl sasha was in there i thought we see we see her her earlier in the movie but Sasha was in Gail's class, not Liv's class. Because she goes up to Gail at the end and she's like, oh, you know, you're my favorite professor. Okay. So I don't think confusing. she's in. Yeah, I think <laughs> she was. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, you can't tell black people apart. <laughs> Damn. Uh,
1: oh, but still, man, like, come on. You didn't know there were like, you didn't even try and seek them out maybe maybe because she was from the suburbs though she was like you know i'm used to white people i'm assuming she lived in a suburb where white people were predominantly
0: it sounds like it yeah
1: (laughs) so maybe she's like you know i'm used to i had white friends you know i can i can do this and these white people are like completely
0: different i guess i don't know yeah yeah maybe so i just i feel like she had to know the demographics before she came Right. And for me, I'm not going anywhere where black people or people of color are in single digits. Especially if the majority <laughs> is white, I am not going. Well, hey, some people, some people, you know, they want to be those
1: firsts. They want to be. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't go knowing that, like, every year a black student has died, <laughs> or anytime a black student comes and lives in that that dorm, they like die, like.
0: No, I'm not going there. Yeah, well, I, I I mean, I would have went to Harvard. Like they gotta have at least a hundred over there. (laughs) They got a few more.
1: Yeah, it was funny though when um, Jasmine was like, "Where do you think I'm from? I'm from the suburbs."
0: (laughs) like struggling with the material. She was like, "I know," she was like, "I know you're," or this must be hard for you. Your family's probably proud. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of did like how Jasmine said that I was like okay
1: (laughs) yeah well it, it was interesting that it took like the black teacher um kind of like rejecting her and like questioning her status and like you know where she's from and her blackness that like fired her up and finally made her want to like fight back cuz i feel like she was getting played mm. like so much in this movie like it it did feel a little bit like i could feel her pain like going to a pwi i understood some of those microaggressions like experienced some of those so it's like i get it but it was so heavy handed
0: <laughs> yeah like i feel like um for the most part like 90 90 plus percent like I had a fantastic college experience but yeah of course like there were some microaggressions but I mean I feel like it's uh similar to kind of and I feel like Gail was saying this later like you know there's racism everywhere and I'm not like this like I feel like what (laughs) we experience is more like racism everywhere um or at least like in you know cities, more quote unquote progressive places. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is this is crazy. Like this is OD. Yeah, because she's one of eight. So
1: everything's <laughs> happening to her instead of being spread out. <laughs>
0: population <laughs> oh my God. but that's a really interesting you point you bring up that like these white people are talking to her crazy and then there's even um she was you know being all friendly with the librarian checking out <gasps> the books that broke my that scene oh that, that me crushed sad. me yeah. That crushed me so she walks out and then the little little alarm like you're stealing books goes off yeah but it was
1: after she had finally had like a good like positive interaction mm-hmm. with like yes. a white person on campus right and you know she walked away feeling good about it yeah thought the lady was gonna like oh you know of course i gave you all your books i saw you you know wave her off she said nope <laughs> run
0: that <Yeah>. back <laughs> <laughs> and let me look inside your bag too
1: <laughs> that broke my heart man i was like oh
0: man like just she was getting
1: thrown so much this poor girl needed a break man
0: <laughs> she needed a break <laughs> but it's it's true like it didn't really none of these interactions really bothered her until it came from the black teacher and it's like mm-hmm. well, why weren't you bothered by these white people you just okay we're taking it from them yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um this is a drama about racism and microaggressions all that stuff it's also part horror so that was fun for me <laughs> um, so I don't like scary movies and I especially don't like shit happening beside bedsides and the first because <laughs> that's like that's like a place of comfort you know I love to nap I love to sleep so i hate like I in lovecraft you. country like you know the, that episode where they were coming out under the bed all that mm-mm, I, get mm-mm. It. I get it so <laughs> one of the first scenes of um jasmine i guess being uh paranormally terrorized <laughs> some hand coming out from underneath the bed grabbing at her arm and when she wakes up um, she's like, "Oh, it must have been a nightmare." But then she sees she has scratches on her arm, mm-hmm. so clearly something's going on. And that also kind of reminded me of Topsy and Bopsy in Lovecraft Country a little bit too, because I remember <laughs> they were scratching on her arm. So I'm like, "Why is that a thing?" But anyways, so Jasmine's like, "Let me do some research. What's going on with Room 302, uh, which is the room she stays in?" So she looks, um. Looks up some history, finds out Louisa Weeks, uh, whose class of 1968 was Ancaster's first black student, uh, and was found by her roommate allegedly, and she had allegedly hung herself. So this is the first black student, it's 1965. I call foul play.
1: Ooh. You think it was the roommate?
0: I feel like, yeah, she's the only Souls black and Bones. It could have been a, yeah, any white student on my campus. <laughs> Dang. In 1965, she's the first black student? Fair. Yeah. 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 Mm. But she left a diary, right? She did. She did. So um, Jasmine does find that in the library, and
1: or did she? Did
0: she you write think it? somebody left it for
1: <laughs> Or you think
0: Jasmine wrote it?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just questioning. Oh,
0: lisa wrote it.
1: Or one of the white people that killed her <gasps> wrote it.
0: Oh. Oh shit. Hmm. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so supposedly, I guess she was being haunted because there was this rumor about a a witch named Margaret Millett. I mean, witch in air quotes, because, you know, Salem witch trial, there's no proof that these people were actually, you know, what they say they were um, or accused of. But she was killed somewhere off campus and like haunted the campus. And anyone who stayed in that room, what was it, like 322 or something, 302. <laughs> 302. Um, she would come and kill them every December 3rd at 333 a.m. And what do you know? It just so happens that this is the one room that they seem to put every black student whoever comes to the <laughs> university and Every black woman, there was no black man, if you notice in this movie. Um mm, that's true every black woman in that room so now jasmine is starting to she's starting to get a little a little nervous like whoa what is what is this craziness and this was told to her by her roommate's boyfriend i presume he was um messing with her Ooh. slash i guess she took it as flirting i thought it was bullying myself
0: <laughs> well then they <laughs> he made out with her later in the party so
1: i was so disappointed in her when she did that like
0: girl girl what are
1: you doing like you gotta live with this child right um young and dumb
0: <laughs> so yeah and at that party i was oh i also wanted to note too when jasmine first comes to campus her hair is natural and then you saw my girl straighten it <laughs> Like three days in, <laughs> that bothered me so much. Like, girl, you're you trying too hard. You're trying too hard. <laughs> like, you think curly versus straight hair is going to make a difference here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so at this party where she, where, where the guy, I think his name is Tyler, comes in and kisses her. And then, of course, Amelia walks in and catches them but when jasmine first walks in she's dancing with one of her friends and i was like oh a song's gonna come on but there's a bunch of n words i was waiting for it and then uh mo bamba by sheck west came on Mm -hmm. and the her white classmates went in it's clearly their favorite (laughs) song
1: (laughs) they knew all the words
0: (laughs) go off (laughs) and i mean I I was bopping in my seat a little, like when it first came on, because I love that song. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. Right. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and it reminded me of, I saw a story recently about, there was like a black, I think it was a black girl, like a black high school student. And her classmates like surrounded her saying like racial slurs and taunting her basically. And that's what that mm-hmm. scene reminded me of. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where that was but yeah that f- feeling of like being surrounded and like just it feeling like aggression yeah um that was kind of uh, a str- not kind of it was <laughs> a stressful scene
1: yeah they did a good job like the cinematography and like capturing how like uncomfortable yeah like or like how trapped she felt.
0: yeah yeah so let me jump to gail a little bit like i said she moved into this house um you know it's a pretty big nice um i don't know northeastern you, you, oh you know like house stuff was that was that a colonial home what's the style of that home
1: sure yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait really or are you just bullshit i don't remember what it looked like oh okay <laughs> some kind of a new england cottage or mansion or whatever um so anyways like weird things are happening in her house like she was hearing some bells dinging and then there's just randomly like a set of like small bells on the wall in her attic Mm -hmm. um and then one night she hears uh, a bell ding and then a door slam and instead of immediately running outside, like I feel like most of us would have done, she goes up into the attic to investigate.
1: Right. Now, I was like, Gail's built different, because <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be me. I'll wait till the morning. <laughs> or I'm gonna call somebody else so they can go up there with me.
0: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go up there until daytime and I would have to have like several people with me. Um, <laughs> that's not that's not for me and one other person. But I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, she's built different. And also this is unrealistic because I don't think there's, I mean, I know there's some Black people who are adventurous and would probably do that. But I feel like most of us, we're asked questions later, get to safety first. I'm telling you, Gail is built different. Gail
1: was outside running in the dark in the snow. <laughs> okay, she's built different.
0: <laughs> Those are things I would not do. <laughs> she went up to that attic. I had to look because i was like is this a white screenwriter I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> like this don't make no kind of sense but anyway so yeah as you said um a little later uh gail is running through a graveyard at night and um we find out earlier in the movie that there's a group of people who i guess are direct descendants of um out of the people who settled the town in like the 18th century and they still live life that way they still dress like they're from 1730 or (laughs) whenever and so when she's running uh through a grave like as you said through a graveyard at night which one are you out (laughs) of your mind um and then she rolls up on these 18th century people like having uh, a burial and I'm just like do you you want to be killed like (laughs) what's wrong with you stops and like watches it
1: what's wrong with you
0: yeah i think early like maybe the day before earlier that day there someone had carved leave into jasmine's room door and had left a noose on the doorknob Mm -hmm. which i was just like Is this Margaret? Like, (laughs) like, why would she, like, because the news seems a little after her time. I mean, to use, like, racially, like, (laughs) it seems like you. It just felt so
1: stereotypical to me. Like, you know, the news, the cross burning that happens later. Yeah. It's just kind of like all the typical things, you know?
0: yeah it, yeah it felt very heavy-handed in that way just like let's kind of pull every like racist <laughs> trope and um object we can we can find and like throw it into this film
1: right and for what and for what
0: yeah and then so so like I said that happened either the day before or the morning she was running through the graveyard and then right after that <laughs> they come out and see a uh burning cross and so as jasmine was in the library she sees the fire walks out sees the burning cross gail runs up and you know tells her to get back for you know safety at first i thought this was a dream too oh okay and then i you know because jasmine's been having these like weird dreams or you know maybe dreams maybe it's really happening whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be so Mm -hmm. i thought this was one of those but then I'm like, oh, like somebody really burned across, and I'm just like, well, who's doing this? Right, like I'm like, we this never got up. that? Yeah, it's just
1: the the supernatural part and the racism just didn't come together for me. Like, never. I just didn't get it. Like, they just should have picked one or the other, and I don't know that either would have been strong enough to like make this a better movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah right like i said i i don't like scary movies but this one i just felt like i came out being much more annoyed than scared like it wasn't really that scary because you didn't really see anything and like nothing was ever really explained like we didn't see margaret we didn't see louisa there was Again, um, you know, a weird noise in uh Gail's house. She goes upstairs and there's like a black woman like scrubbing in the corner, and we don't <laughs> see her face, and then it's never explained who that was.
1: Right. Well, I guess so you know, at one point when she's in the house, she like looks at a picture and there's like a a maid in the background. That's who finally shows up in in
0: the one who's in the attic? Yeah that one because that picture looked like it was from like the 50s maybe and the way the woman was dressed she looked like she was from like the 1800s
1: well either way I guess the whole (laughs) metaphor is that she is not the master she's She's actually the maid maid.
0: yeah yeah I guess that was a roundabout way of giving us that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that metaphor um Oh my god! And I completely another thing that's happening in Gail's house is she keeps finding maggots everywhere. Yeah, what was with the maggots? Where (laughs) did that come from? What was that about? Right, and also, why are you still here? Right,
1: all these signs
0: to leave. Yeah, like I mean, if the weird door slamming is everything, it will get you. Like an infestation is going to get you out, and more than once. (laughs) <laughs> Girl, like every time she turned a corner, it was maggots coming out the fucking walls and shit. Like, I'm I'm, like, you really fucking love this school, like it could be me. So, what's the
1: word that, what's
0: the word <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I just want to know another thing that didn't get explained at all was when Gail was running through the graveyard and she sees Amelia. Uh, out there with like a group of guys who run off yeah and I'm like so like was Amelia assaulted
1: I think it's implied yeah because she said I don't want to do that again and she in reference to another situation that had happened previously
0: okay I mean so that's what I assumed because I know Gail wanted to take her to the hospital and she was like I don't want to do that but also why was that in the movie at all
1: right it just it just felt thrown in there like just yeah or maybe it was to get her out of the room i I don't know
0: i feel like we could have taken a less traumatic thing than sexual assault to get her
1: very true i'm also like why didn't jasmine ask to be in a different room (laughs) if she knew all this crap she was doing all that research you're having beef with your roommate like yeah all the more reason to get out girl
0: yeah yeah but she had that same thing like gail she was just like they're they're not gonna run me off i'm sticking around (laughs) (laughs) terrible so i guess we finally jasmine's finally getting to her breaking point because uh she's being followed by a shadowy creature and tries to run to safety but the safety she runs to is in her room (laughs) Like you know, this is like the most dangerous place to be. What, girl? (laughs) Right. So then like somebody's like uh rattling the door trying to get in. So she climbs out the window onto the little roof uh area and then ends up falling off. And
1: also ridiculous. What
0: are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) Right. So she ends up in the hospital and (laughs) that's when she finally said, I'm not going back when Gail, uh, comes to visit her and Gail tells her she can't quit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can, and I will. <laughs> right.
1: Like that, that was messed up, man.
0: That was a time to be a friend, Gail. <laughs> right. Your exactly. counselor. Exactly. And, and that was when Gail said, this is just America and you can't get away from it. And, I, I, listen, I will take my microaggressions without a side of the supernatural. <laughs> like, I don't need that extra stress. Right.
1: Or like, what hope does that give me? Like, it's inescapable. <laughs> right. It's inescapable. Like, it's never going to end, basically.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> while in the hospital, there is a woman in the bed beside her, uh, an older white woman and she's like, please help me, please help me. And Jasmine pulls back the curtain and she's like, Trixie? So I don't know if she thinks Jasmine was like her old maid or, <laughs> or whoever. Probably. And, <laughs> and then so, you know, Jasmine's trying to be all empathetic and she puts her hand on her shoulder and she's like, we're going to get you some help. <laughs> I'm sorry, because this shouldn't be funny. <laughs> but the white woman like, get your black hand off me. And I lost it. <laughs> Right. I was like, okay, this is too much. This is too much. Get your black
1: hand off of me.
0: Oh my God. Oh, that shit was funny to me. <laughs> 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 oh, I know that's terrible, but it was just, this movie was just so fucking So anyways, after that, I guess that that's another realization to Jasmine. And she's like, you know, no matter where I go, <clears throat> um, and she so she goes back to campus and runs into Liv, uh, the black lip professor, and Liv is like, I don't know if this is the best place for you right now, and Jasmine is like, you know, this is where I need to be, I know what I have to do now, so I'm gonna leave Jasmine right there, let me jump back to Liv real quick, oh, yeah. because uh, Jasmine, again, was in Liv's class, and the only scene we see of her in the class, Jasmine, um, I don't remember what book they were reading, <clears throat> but live as something about a character named Pearl. And Jasmine is like, well, I think they named her Pearl because, you know, in that time, white was associated with innocence, and so they the author wants you to read Pearl as innocent. And then I think it was Cressida, who's British she jumps in and she's like oh I think I don't remember what she said she thought something else though (laughs) and (laughs) Liv was basically like yeah like okay you know I want you to expand your mind to think like this and I kind of thought hmm that seems kind of funny but I was like you know maybe she was looking for something more again I don't remember what the British girl said but I was like okay you know maybe maybe that was nothing but then she ends up giving Jasmine an F on a paper that apparently Jasmine spent a lot of time on and Cressida the same British white girl ended up getting an A on it and she was like oh yeah I started the night before it was easy to understand it mm-hmm. and so to me I was like okay an F seems drastic <laughs> like I could see like maybe if she was like it's a C like I would still be upset about it but an F really like she could have did nothing and got an F
1: <laughs> that that did seem harsh she also seemed very like race centric like everything was framed through the lens of like race like when she said what about like the race since the start of the letter and she was like there is no race <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> what do you mean and and I felt for her because I thought it was a moment of like I don't know if you had this moment in your college career but like where you just realize like this shit is like way more advanced like like, like, i don't know if my brain will ever get to that point you know like
0: yeah like chemistry for me like i'm never gonna
1: master this
0: (laughs) oh my god yeah i mean i told you like i i forgot how to like long divide so i (laughs) like any kind of math is out of the scope and that's why like even with this you know like I like writing and stuff, but like, you know, I'm not a lit person. Usually, when I read books, I read like historical books, like nonfiction. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, maybe Cresson knows what she's talking about. Like, you know, I I don't know, maybe she's seeing something that I would not see because I'm not a literature person. But yeah, it, we we find out later it was it was probably a little more racially motivated. But I did want to ask you, did you ever have a Black teacher or, like, manager who treated you differently from your white counterparts or even treated you badly? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't
1: think so. A lot of times I've been the only, like, person of color, unfortunately. But, yeah, I don't think I had any, like, Crabs in a barrel type situation in my career to date. Okay. Praise God. Knock on blue. Right. <laughs> I remember unless I've like blocked it out.
0: <laughs> Which is very possible. <laughs> what about you? Um, I had one that I can remember. Um, it work-wise. So I've had like several like black lady managers, and they have all been fantastic.
1: Mm -hmm. except
0: for one Mm -hmm. and she was actually my manager's manager and this was like my first like real job out of college and it was um uh I mean whatever it was for the census bureau (laughs) whatever I don't work for them anymore so (laughs) basically uh all of her jobs were temporary because the census was like coming up um so it was like she just started like questioning me because in my role, like, you know, you had to drive to different places, you had to track your mileage. So she started questioning me about that. And like, basically, like, are you really mm. doing this work you're saying you're doing? Mm. And so I was like, and the weird thing was like, they had my first manager was this black lady who was great. And they moved me from her team to another lady who I could like hardly get in touch with to like get work and stuff. And mm. so you know, I was talking to the black, uh, my first black manager and she was telling me like, you know, that supervisor will try to get you like twisted around to like, you know, try to catch you in a lie and whatever. So she was like, be careful, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really weird because like, they had me go shadow, like one of my white coworkers one day. And we did work for like, maybe two or three hours. And then like, we met at a coffee shop. And then after that, her friends from like I don't know Norway or somewhere came and like just hung out with her and I'm like but you're not like you're smiling in her face and you're like on oh my fucking neck mm. So yeah that that shit is real yeah. but as I said like I've I've only had the one like every other black person I work with has been fantastic so wow. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but it's, it's, it's definitely it's jarring when it happens because you don't I mean, at least I didn't expect it. I'm like, I, I just feel like as long as I was respectful to people, I would get that back, especially from another Black woman, so.
1: Hey, like, dang, you're supposed to have my back, like, off, off gate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you should be somebody I can, like, look up to and, yeah. Right. dang. Yeah. I don't, I don't want your job. Yeah, and I was like, also, like, this is temporary. Like, you're like your job's gonna end just like mine is. Like, what is this power trip about?
1: <laughs> That's what it is. She's about to lose her her power.
0: <laughs> about to lose this good paying government job (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this was like a really small thing but when Jasmine was in the cafeteria and there was that black cafeteria lady and (laughs) like damn she can't catch a break (laughs) every white student that came up she was like hey baby how you doing let me get some broccoli on your plate you need some nutrition baby you need to be healthy and then (laughs) Jasmine came up she looked pissed he
1: said i'm not so sur- i'm not <laughs> here to serve you
0: <laughs> okay
1: i'm not gonna put out this act for you <laughs> yeah
0: and that was uh i i felt like that was again it was over exaggerated but i felt like it was kind of a good scene because i feel like that's a real thing like they're definitely people oh, yeah. of color who treat white people better than their own oh yeah so when i saw that scene i started thinking like, Is Liv, like?" "Is The cafeteria woman? Like, even though she tries to act all Afrocentric, is she, like, does she kind of still put white people on a pedestal in a way, at least like her students? So, the whole movie, well, I guess like she's gotten maybe like two or three calls that we've seen from some woman. I think her name is Esther. And she's like, I need to talk to you about my daughter. And Gail's like, This is a private home. You need to find your kid. You need to call student services or whoever so finally she um gets a call and from esther and she takes it and she goes and meets her at this diner and it turns out esther is one of those um like 17th century uh or i'm sorry 18th century um, not reenactors, but <laughs> the people who still dress House like lawyers. that and live like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Larpers. What'd you say? Larpers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a big word for elma I don't know that one. <laughs> so they end up meeting, and she's like, "You know, my daughter is Live, and she's been, or is Elizabeth, but you may know her as Liv. And she basically ran away from home. And I was shocked to see that now she's living as like a black woman. And um, <laughs> Gail was like, well, okay, but what about her dad? Like, he must be black. And the Esther's like, no, like he's a white man too. Mm-hmm. So, but I was like, stop. <laughs> so I thought this was like a dear white people horror movie, but this is a Rachel Dolezal horror movie. <laughs> right i was like we're giving her that treatment
1: okay all <laughs> right where is
0: this coming from that that okay. okay but you know what's crazy i had actually thought that earlier in the movie like i had kind of wondered if she was white but then i was like let me not do that this is just really? a yeah it crossed my mind Oh, it, okay. it was so like she was always wearing like you know the head wraps and it was like and, you know there's obviously some people some black people who are you know very afrocentric and wear that kind of stuff all the time but i don't know it was like i think her doing that all the time plus the way she was treating jasmine versus the white students that i was like mm-hmm. what if but i was like let me not do that this is just a light-skinned black woman like let me not even <laughs> but so- yeah i like that was another point where i kind of started cracking up
1: (laughs) like like, Like, okay now but then i um i wondered because if you notice when she like leaves that house that her and gina are at that party she Mm -hmm. puts on that hood that you kind of see those like 17th century women wearing and also the like figure that's supposedly haunting jasmine oh you know my esther right lived, I lived it up on up too. when she left the that house party she put on like a cloak with a oh. black hood and i was like maybe she was harassing jasmine the whole time oh, Wow! <laughs> trying to like maybe get her to run herself
0: crazy so that they give her the tenure oh shit I, sorry even, I didn't even catch that I noticed like her mom had that on but oh man yeah that final scene she had it on okay that would make sense because I was about to say like this whole movie like we were never told like who that person was or who was doing all of this but
1: Okay, so maybe we're... I mean, that's the- me, like, trying to make the dots connect. Like, <laughs> I don't know if
0: that actually happened
1: because they didn't do a great job of
0: <laughs> letting us know. <laughs> okay, so you're just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents right now. Absolutely. I, I'm trying to help <laughs> my girl out. <laughs> I'm trying to help my girl out. Plot holes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so, yes, as you've already said, Liv ends up getting tenure. And part of it may be because um, I told you I was going to leave, drop off Jasmine, come back to her. So she gets uh-huh. back to campus. And when she, you know, said tells Liv, this is where I'm supposed to be. And then she ends up hanging herself in her dorm room. And okay. she, cause she was like, yeah, I know what I have to do. And so Gail uh, runs in and finds her, but you know, it was too late by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, i was just like okay like i could see maybe if she was like i no matter where i'm go going, i'm gonna to be tormented and she you know wanted to
1: tormented by we the ghost don't we
0: don't know <laughs> racism wonder.
1: the ghost of racism <laughs> past
0: <passed. laughs> i mean can't say for sure because the movie didn't tell us but um (laughs) (laughs) some mixture of those things so i you know maybe if she was like you know i don't want to live anymore that would be one thing but to do that by hanging herself i'm like okay like really like we're gonna have this black person hang themselves
1: right why what was the reason
0: (sighs) yeah that felt way too charged to me or what? And
1: it sent such a dismal message like, you know, just give in to the racism
0: yeah. and kill yourself. Right, right. So, yeah, so, you know, that happens. And oh, okay, wait, when she put, so they have a like candle visual for Jasmine. When uh-huh. Liv puts on her hood, did she put on a hood at that vigil? because I feel like I remember her turning around and maybe she put something on her head then?
1: I don't remember like specifically her putting on a hood, but maybe I okay. I know she put on a hood at some point in this movie that made me like <laughs> connect her and the little ghost lady. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so anyways, you know, now that Jasmine's gone and I guess, you know, her Contesting that F is off the table now. So Liv uh, moves forward with getting tenure, and uh, they're having a faculty party that Gail shows up to um, after she meets with Liv's mom, Esther. And so when she comes in, uh, Liv is like, Oh, great, you're here. Let's put on some music to get this party lit. (laughs) She puts on City Girls Act Up.
1: That bothered me so much. Like, that would never happen. That would never happen.
0: (laughs) I'm like, so now you get tenure, you just don't know how to act. Right. You've
1: been tenure two seconds.
0: (laughs) Just turning it on. Right. if you don't put on some Anita Baker and call it a day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Earth, wind, and fire. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, so she puts it on and then of course you know the factory's like oh gail can you dance to this
1: <laughs> uh, they always say that
0: yeah yeah so yeah so you know Liv started uh she acted up and gail had to snatch her up to her phrase <laughs> <anybody else. laughs> so they go talk in a separate room and gail is telling her you know i met your mom i know you're white and Liv is like uh oh like that's where her story is but um or you know now her story is that my dad was white like that's not true and she you know growing up she always told me I would go to hell for being uh the bastard child of a black man so I wanted to ask you whose story did you believe
1: I mean they're all pretty far-fetched but (laughs) I'm inclined to believe the mom I guess
0: yeah I kind of did too
1: if you have to defend your blackness like that, I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of did too. Because I'm just like, also, it doesn't really make sense that, like, her mom is part of this, like, uh, you know, as you said, 18th century cosplay community. And <laughs> she went outside the community to sleep with a black man or have a relationship with a black man. And now right. she's putting all the blame on her kid. Like, that kind of didn't make sense. So I kind of felt the same way.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, it felt like, um, almost like, uh, if you want to get into the politics of it all, like, kind of how what the right criticizes the left for being, you know, about critical race theory mm. and seeing everything through the lens of race and being all about diversity for diversity's sake, but not actually for, you know, equity and inclusion. Um, and just how, yeah, how the real racists are the ones at the liberal institutions and the, you know all that critical race theory is evil type stuff, yeah, um, it felt it felt i I didn't quite understand like that messaging from this director. <laughs>
0: yeah i will say the tenure thing with liv kind of made me think of the nicole hannah jones thing
1: yep yep yep
0: um but i feel like it kind of you know opposite where they were worried about her you know 1619 project critical race theory all that and liv was (laughs) mistreating black students so you know (laughs) 180 from each other but just having um a black woman or in Liv's case what we thought was a black woman (laughs) having her credentials questioned and nitpicked in a way that probably would not happen to one of her um white um fellow faculty members
1: yeah or just her weaponizing blackness like you know, using it to her advantage as like a come up, like yeah, taking advantage of, you know, this affirmative action. Yeah. It's not helping, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, so this movie, they started shooting it in March 2020 mm-hmm. and then had to stop because of COVID and then finished, uh, came back to finish in January 2021. So I don't think the Nicole Hannah Jones tenure thing had any influence on this film oh but, okay. yeah but i absolutely think rachel dolezal played a part because oh. oh yeah yeah if you remember she had there were some black female students who came out mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. that you know she had been really hard on them and all that so i was like okay this is uh I, and, and if that's what we wanted to do i kind of wish we could just focused on live being a villain like we didn't need all the extra right. Ryan. Margaret Millette, <laughs> all this shit.
1: It's all over the place. Like just yes. pick a pick a struggle. Pick a pick one thing for us to be scared of. Like <laughs> I feel like it was all over the place. So like it it just it wasn't scary. Don't call this a horror film. It's not there was no horror.
0: It was not scary at all. And it because it, it like anytime it was like, oh god, we're about to see something, then we wouldn't see anything. I mean, which I was glad about, but <laughs> But yeah, was it wasn't like they could have made this a, like, even maybe a psychological thriller, but they didn't need to try to make it a horror movie. Yeah,
1: I think I'm just kind of tired of uh, racism being the scary boogeyman, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. And um, I will say, just at the end of the movie, Gail does decide to finally leave Ancaster after she's stopped and asked for her ID. Uh, i was like oh my god (laughs)
1: oh it never ends it never ends man
0: yeah but also she was like nope i'm i'm leaving campus and i was like well you gotta go get your stuff don't you
1: right (laughs) gonna walk into the sunset huh
0: you got some clothes and you know maybe some family photo albums or something you (laughs) want (laughs) to get Are fresh <laughs> right, she started real fresh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so i after this year i I looked up uh the writer director who I mentioned earlier is mariama Diallo, and she um as I mentioned, she went to Yale, and that's partially where the story is based on um her she kind of wrote Jasmine to reflect some of her experiences uh-huh. um, but she is senegalese American. And so I kind of wonder, like, how much that played a part into some parts of this film versus if the writer was like an African-American descendant of slaves. Who tell what part? Uh, <laughs> So I felt like I felt like this film had good intentions, but it was just like a little bit off, because I feel like there have been other things. like I did not watch them, but from the things I've okay. heard, it just seemed like it was very graphic uh violence against Black people kind of like for entertainment's sake and mm-hmm. I feel like this like you know there wasn't like we didn't see anything graphic for what I can right yeah 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 so I feel like you know it wasn't like she was trying to like use racial racism or racial trauma for like shock value but I just feel like um you know maybe if she had the experience of being descendant from enslaved people some things would have been different like i don't think jasmine would have hung herself even if she decided to commit suicide i don't think she would have hung herself oh okay um because i feel like a lot of times when
1: what would she have done
0: i don't i don't know (laughs) i don't think we really need to go down that hill i just don't think i don't think she would have hung herself because there have been cases even in like you know the recent years where there have been news of uh, a black person that was found lynched and they say like oh it's been deemed a suicide And it's like no like clearly like someone did this to them so mm. seeing like a black person doing this to themselves like i just don't really see that happening because i feel like jasmine just wanted to find peace from being um you know tortured so did she
1: have a choice i think it was like the curse right they hang themselves
0: i thought they said louisa fell out the window oh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) they said um i know they said a girl fell out the window so i assume that was louisa
1: I thought somebody else got hung too, but.
0: Well, they said the witch. It. I think maybe the witch. But either mm. witch got hung or got burned. But I think she got hung, but she was white. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I feel like obviously being a member of the Black diaspora, no matter where you are, there are a lot of similarities in experience, but I feel like it's also you know it's also quite nuanced like depending on which country you're in and even what region state etc that you're in so I feel like um yeah I just feel like some of those things making this about a kind of a history of racism in America some of those things just didn't quite hit uh the way they I would say the yeah I mean yeah the way they should have
1: yeah, it just felt like a kind of a low budget, you know, Jordan Peele knockoff. Like it just there were too many things going on. Like it see it just focused on the the curse or the Rachel Dolezal story, maybe being yeah. connected to the core the curse.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: just it just felt disjointed a lot of the yeah. things that were happening. Um it could have been better. It really could have. Um, I just don't understand. I felt like what was missing and we got a little glimpse of it when, um, she had that, Jasmine had that bathroom scene with the other black student. Like she captured what it's like to be the only black person in a white space. Mm -hmm. But what about that feeling of when you see someone else that looks like you and like finding your people within that white space? I feel like they could have given us more hope <laughs> they did
0: yeah this, i th- i feel like that's another part of it like it just in end, ended on a very hopeless note like like i was really shocked that jasmine didn't try to fight back or something she was just like i know what i gotta do You're myself. <laughs> it's like, it's like what like yeah yeah it just it it missed the mark for me
1: yeah, I um I guess I saw online that people were saying it's like great advertising for HBCUs, like it's <laughs> You know, why assimilate when you can come be around your people? Or why go through microaggressions when you can come be around your people?
0: Yeah, I thought she was gonna leave and like I know what I gotta do. I thought she was on move to <laughs> Howard or something. <laughs>
1: And that was the thing. I was like, okay, if she's supposedly like, you know, well, black girl from the suburbs, where's her support system? Where's her parents or like, she just seemed like out on the Island by herself.
0: (laughs) Well, when Gail visited her in the hospital, she said something like, you know, I spoke with your mom and she said, she hasn't heard from you or she's been trying to call you something like that. So it seemed like she just wasn't reaching out to her family or ignoring their calls. Or, like, lying
1: to him, because remember when she called her, uh, what was it, like, Thanksgiving, and she, like, told her she was going home with
0: her roommate, like, straight up lied to her. Oh, that's right. Which, why would you want to stay here? (laughs) Right, go home. (laughs) It was weird. It
1: just, it didn't make sense. I wish we got to know more about Jasmine. Like, she just wasn't, like, a fully rounded character. No, not at all. Like what was her motivation for like trying to be friends with these specific people?
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like if you take anything from this movie, black people or you know, brown people, whoever, like do not stay somewhere where you feel uncomfortable. Like you don't need to yeah. go, you don't gotta tough it out. <laughs> like go yeah. find somewhere else where you're respected, where you feel comfortable. And you know where you're happier. Yeah,
1: like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Where's that gotten us?
0: Is this playing on the strong black woman um trope? Huh? Oh, I thought about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That like you can handle anything. You can persevere through this. Like you've got so many other people that you can reach back and pull up. Mm Hmm. They, you know, they sell you the dream. When really, you're you're the maid. You're just there to clean up their diversity issue.
0: Mm. Oh, and um, the diversity thing. When um, that noose was left on her door and she had leave card in it, she did that little anti-discrimination commercial with yeah. all the <laughs> staff and students of color in it, all, you know, five of them.
1: Shucking and jabbing. <laughs> for the cameras i was like oh god this sucks, this sucks. <laughs>
0: but i feel like that was realistic I feel like- oh yeah oh
1: very much so
0: yeah they will
1: trot you out boy
0: mm-hmm.
1: dog and pony <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man so would you recommend this movie to people recommend
1: it as a horror you know maybe like as a psychological thriller um i don't know i didn't really enjoy it like it it was all over the place for me so yeah. i feel like i give it like a three or four stars unfortunately
0: out of what 10 or five yeah out of okay. 10 i still so think like, like i know that's not out of five
1: <laughs> no it's 10 <laughs> okay i think regina's acting was great oh yeah i just think the storyline was all over the place for me so i don't know that i can recommend this like i don't know i don't know what it brought to the like genre
0: you know yeah what about you i um absolutely not Uh, (laughs) 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 yeah i know you had originally we were talking about what we're gonna talk about this week you're mm-hmm. like, maybe we should watch Deep Water. that that's like an Anna D'Armas movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, we should have watched that or we should have watched uh, the Cheaper by the Dozen remake with Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff. Oh
1: my god. I didn't even know they were
0: redoing that movie. My yeah, yeah. Which And I think the Steve Martin one was a remake actually.
1: Oh, okay. I
0: think. I think. Don't quote me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, we should watch one of those. I would say if you want to see a film about um people being trialed, or people being uh, put on trial for witchcraft in Massachusetts. Watch the crucible and <laughs> you can see how they uh, treated Tatuba. Um it's pretty much the same treatment that these uh, black people got and <laughs> masters. So <laughs> yeah, I would just watch that and call it a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I want I wanted to like it so much more. But I didn't.
0: Yeah, I wish they would have just focused on, like you said, one thing. One thing. It's yeah. this one thing that got me tripping. Hey, <laughs> just one. Yeah. So, what do you have your eyes on this week?
1: you know, I've I've still been keeping up with *Married at First Sight*. <sighs>
0: Huh. oh crap i don't think i watched this week
1: oh oh
0: i'm gonna yeah. do that tonight then
1: it was good they're celebrating their anniversaries and a dinner dinner party from hell elijah one back to his his bs man he
0: seemed to be doing a little better and now he's he's right back right back oh i ain't give him nothing for that one little episode <laughs> where he was letting her whip him i was like okay this is cute for two seconds
1: well, in two seconds, it was. <laughs> so I've been watching that. Uh, grownish, you know, this is, I'm confused because <laughs> Zoe is graduating, but apparently there's going to be another this season with Junior. So maybe they're restarting it with Junior. They're phasing yeah. Yara out. But Yara's out here making some dumb decisions, still being her same old self. So, uh, but. I don't know I, I think I missed the earlier seasons of Grownish. it the jokes aren't as funny. They used to have some funny ass jokes, like when they called uh Luca Willow Smith, I, I <laughs> oh, yeah died laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I still think of him as Willow Smith <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny. still a very cute and noteworthy show, so I enjoy it um what else what else i've been keeping up with bel-air that's been getting good that's been getting good i gotta catch up i need to watch this uh drag race lala Perusa, uh american bandstand
0: uh <laughs> american bandstand <laughs> you know so uh,
1: you know Lip sync for your lives. I got to see that episode from this past Friday.
0: You do. I watched that earlier today. It was uh, good. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, okay.
1: Some upsets. I... Was it? Was it at least a double elimination? I'm not gonna tell you, to oh, you.
0: I want to uh... talk to you after you watch it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's that's what I've got my eyes on. Oh, I did
1: want to see there's this new show on HBO with Rosaria Dawson called DMZ. It's like about like a, a world in a post like civil world, civil war, American civil war. There's like, I don't know, all these gangs and Rosario's looking for her son and I don't know. It seemed kind of interesting. I might check wow. it out. That
0: sounds stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is there on tv though you know um oh well abbott elementary is coming back this week (laughs) is that it for you oh yeah that's all that's all i got um so i was gonna mention too um because we both were into Grand crew i thought it was over but it goes up to like episode 10 because there was like a new episode that came on or came out this past week i noticed that too that i guess yeah. they were on hi- hiatus that week yeah i guess so um yeah. so i'm assuming episode 10 was maybe the season finale it kind of felt like a season finale i,
1: I don't know so. for sure. is that where like the yeah i think that was the season finale
0: yeah yeah so um i started watching the morning show on apple tv okay so there's, like, a little free, like, week or whatever of Apple TV on Xfinity. So I've been wanting to watch it. Um, also, uh, I probably won't have time, but I also wanted to watch Ted Lasso. But so far, um, why'd you laugh? I want to watch Ted Lasso, too. Oh, yeah. I've o- I've only heard good things. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, The Morning Show, I've only watched the first episode, but so far, really enjoying it. So I'm going to try to binge that over the next few days. Is it a drama
1: or a comedy? It's a drama. Oh.
0: So um, I think it's kind of based on like the Matt Lauer, um, like sexual um, harassment allegations or sexual assault allegations. Oh. Um, Because so Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell co-host a morning show and then, um, allegations come out against Steve Carell's character, um, so he immediately gets fired from the show, and so they're going, to, Reese Witherspoon is, like, a news anchor at, like, a local station in Virginia, and the morning that he gets fired, she goes viral for, um, reporting at, a, a protest at a coal, at a coal mine, so she ends up, well I haven't got to this point yet but from what I can tell from the trailer she's going to be brought on as Jennifer Aniston's co-anchor so yeah Um, uh, but it's it's a drama okay. right. yeah so enjoying that so far and then I really want to watch Turning Red on Disney Plus okay <laughs> have you seen um previews for it I have yeah so like, I was just like, oh, cute, like a red panda. Because I think red pandas are super cute. So I was like, I'm in. But apparently it's about, like, a, I don't know, 12 or 13-year-old girl, like, getting her period. And, you know, just kind of that time oh. in life. Oh, God.
1: i yeah. need to be reminded of that.
0: <laughs> but um, I've heard a lot of, like, you know, parents say that it was, like, they wish they had something like this. And, like, the way that it's shown in this movie... I guess, like you know, makes it kind of easier for like kids to wrap their mind around and not make it such like a taboo or like uncomfortable thing. So I've, you know, I've I've had friends like who don't even have kids who have watched the film and they really like it. So yeah, I want to want to okay. check that out. Yeah. Okay. So she turns into a red panda
1: when she has her period.
0: Well I, no i don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know when she turns into a red panda, but um, and I also don't know how much of it is about her period, but I know mm. that's part of it, so okay. yeah,, um, okay. so yeah, and then I guess I might watch Deep water <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put it in my mind now, so I might check that out. that seemed all right,
1: I think I will too, yeah. Yeah. I think oh does not
0: Atlanta come on this week? Um I think is it the twenty fourth? I think so. That's this week. Yeah, Thursday. Ooh Thursday yeah. at 10 PM. Finally. It is happening. <laughs> All right. Well, is do you have anything else, Kim? Oh no. That was (laughs) all. Nothing further, Your Honor. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh Cam, do you want to give our social medias and all that good stuff?
1: Yes, you can find us on the social medias, the Facebook and Instagrams at Their Eyes Were Watching TV. You can find us on Twitter at T-E-W-W-T-V Podcast. We are on all of the podcast listening platforms, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Check us out, like, comment, engage
0: with us on social media. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and also, if you're enjoying our show, please share it with your friends yeah
1: then your friends can be my friends (laughs) we can be friends
0: is that all right is that all right with you
1: okay that's what (laughs) we're trying to do
0: all right well thank y'all so much for listening until next time zip it up and zip it out hey bye (laughs) bye (laughs)